electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, live at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. David Faber has the morning off. We're going to wrap up July today with the true tug of war. A bulls applauding Apple, Amazon, but then there's Intel and Roku and Procter. And now some inflation data that does remain troublesome with this uptick in headline and core PCE up 4-8 year on year. Our roadmap begins with those tectonic shifts. Apple and Amazon, both top estimates, but Intel's down sharply after that miss. It is the last trading day of July. S&P's on pace for the best month since November of 2020. And Roku is getting rocked down more than 20% post results. We are going to begin with Apple beating on revenue and profit, expecting growth to accelerate despite, quote, pockets of softness. This is Tim Cook on the call last night talking about macro. We do believe uh, that we saw macroeconomic headwinds that impacted our business and our results. And so one of those is clearly the FX, which uh, Lucas mentioned, that was over 300 basis points on year-over-year growth rates. On iPhone, there was no obvious evidence of macroeconomic impact during the June quarter, uh, besides FX, obviously. Uh, Mac and iPad were so gated by supply that we didn't have enough product to test the demand. And wearables, home, and accessories, as, uh, as you mentioned and as Luca mentioned, in the, we did see some impact there iPad numbers were notable, Jim, but you've got intelligence on the quarter. Look, I mean, I spoke to Tim, to Tim Cook and uh, Luca Mestri, the unbelievable CFO. First of all, they were the only company I know that actually hedged, which is one of the reasons why they had uh, they, they saw a strong dollar and they acted. What's uh, why they had uh, lower end. Remember, there was this range that they were supposed to miss by four billion to eight billion, and they came in underneath that. It's also why the gross margins. One of the big reasons why the gross margins were so good. Uh, there were no analysts I talked to who were as bullish as they should have been. This was a remarkable quarter. And now you've added countries the likes of Indonesia and Brazil that are doing a lot of, you know, people say, oh, what are those countries? Well, I mean, Indonesia is 273 million people. Brazil is 212 million people. But I thought that was most refreshing was how good India is, 1.4 billion people. India is going to become a major factor for them faster than anybody else. Uh, there were so many good things here. But one of the things that I seized on 1.8 billion actives, services at 9.6, but you've got uh, the possibility of a long-term value because they have, they have 98% satisfaction where you have a tremendous subscription growth. Uh, also remember that the holiday 618 in China was incredibly strong for them. They had a great last month in, in June. It was almost as if there was no lockdown. When I asked him about whether they were going to get the NFL, he said, Jim, I have to punt on that one. On the question, not the, the deal. <laughs> yeah, he's punting. Yeah, um, I yeah, I wanted so much to say. Therefore, he's going to be very interested in it. But uh, I, I I have to tell you, this is an extraordinary quarter. 
and, and they're really unbelievably good and it's inexpensive now and the analysts who doubted it and want you to flit in and out really have to start thinking very hard about another career. Right. So oh, wait, there are many careers. We're going to talk about, yeah, you can do many things with your Many life. things in life. Um, we're going to talk about Proctor's, chef. Proctor's view of the consumer going forward from here, Jim, right? All right, so my chapel trust is buying more as it, as it applies to Apple, I guess. Yeah, okay, well, Proctor did not hedge the way, if they, if they hedged, and I know that you know, they've tried it, if they hedged the dollar, that number would have been very, very good. What matters is the organic growth is great. They, they saw some trade down, but they saw some trade up. Uh, I, I actually, as I'm telling investment club members, love the quarter. Because when you're looking for a company that is going to be the biggest beneficiary of decline in commodities, you found it. It's Procter & Gamble. Uh, I would love to think that the nine, nine out of ten things I buy in my, in my house are from Procter, that they will lower the price of them. But I doubt that, uh, a nod to my wife, she is the one who principally puts the Tide pod mm. into the washing machine. I don't machine. know how to operate the well, washing What you do, the trick, the trick is to not throw it into the dryer. Yeah. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I learned by the day when I'm at home. Um, well, we did have Elon Musk last night tweeting inflation that's, is trending lower. I retweeted that immediately. More Tesla yeah. commodity prices trending down than up for what it's worth. I thought that that was probably the most worthwhile piece of information I've seen. Uh, in the last 48 hours, because we all worry about the basket, and most of these people are intimidated to call a top or say that things have come down. Uh, there are many chemicals that Proctor has to worry about. Chemicals about you know, ethylene, polyethylene, surfactants. And they're going, for the first time, Proctor's way. Uh, TiO2, which is white, are not going Proctor's way yet, but I think it will. So if you want a situation where the Fed wins, if you want to bet on the Fed wins, you go Proctor. Now, I do have to advise Jay Powell that next time, bring Crest. <laughs> bring a tube of Crest and squirt it at all of them. Just <laughs> squirt it at all those naysayers, you know? Like, here, take this. Well, the question is, which, brand, which type of Crest? Because there's like 30 different There crests. are 30 different yes. Crests. You know, I did try to get some Sensodyne yesterday at uh, what, a, a Walgreen. Gums? Yeah, and I waited. I pressed that button, which says, because Sensor, of course, is under lock and key, because that's about $4. Oh, uh, you were I, mad on Twitter well, yesterday. See, I pressed the button. I had five minutes. I, I really do have five minutes to kill in an aisle, wait, waiting for someone to come see me. And not only that, but in the last minute, I had the, they had the gall to play service needed detergent aisle. I'm in the I'm in the toothpaste yep. aisle. If you run into gym at the drugstore, watch right. out. So then I went home, and I went on. Amazon, and I got Sensodyne for life. Comes every month for the rest of your life. Get a rebate, I think, after you leave the earth. Uh, speaking of Amazon, Opernet uh, beats, of course. Uh, oh, my X, God, the Amazon core. X currency uh, revenues up 10, Jim. The AWS print was good. And then, of course, the, the, the Q3 revenue guide. Right. Layoffs, 100,000. Uh, Amazon advertising was extraordinary. Uh, web services, once again, Slipsky had been on my show, so he, he already gave you the card that it was fantastic. But what I like most is that if you sit down with Amazon versus Walmart, you realize not only is Amazon a, a COVID a COVID stock, it's a trade-down stock because everything's cheaper. I think if we had numbers head-to-head Amazon versus Walmart, I think we'd find, wait a second, Walmart's losing share to Amazon. Walmart losing share to Amazon? Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, losing share to Amazon and to people who steal and then fence it on Amazon. That's 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 a, that's a, that is a thing. Do you know that Home Depot and Lowe's would tell you people steal 
their own brand, and then you see them on Amazon, but it's not, the money doesn't go to Home Depot. It's a no, sure. Home Depot. And that's because the pilferage is something that no one is willing to talk about. It's time for the retailers to say, in the old days, before, uh, before you had uh, Sensormatic uh, in the 80s, you would hear how much was stolen. And it would say, okay, listen, we had 3% shrinkage or 2% shrinkage. I've got to tell you, the shrinkage is Costanza-like at, at these places. Yeah. Um, you think, um, I, I, got the, I got the Costanza. You got it, okay, because no, I, I was no, saying, I, know, I, know yeah. I was about to call you chef. No, no, we, we, we know what you meant. Uh, do you th- was this the best of the megas? Yes. It was extraordinary. You know, it's funny because the cut-and-dried nature, basically, are you guys seeing trade? No. Are you seeing uh, decline? No. I mean, at, at Andy Jassy, I was told, when they reported the last quarter, I mean, it was one of those where he's, like, throwing things, and he had had it. And he basically was Belichick. He just was Belichick. He was not going to allow another quarter. Now, he'll hate me for that. Why? Because he's a Parcells fan from the Parcells era. No medals for trying. He is as competitive a person as I have ever seen. And if you're late or you're doing like that, it, it doesn't count for you. Yeah. We just talked a moment ago about relief in uh, price pressure and commodities. They were not completely sanguine on that front. For no, they weren't. Take a listen no, to they what the CFO said. Inflationary pressures remained at elevated levels in Q2, similar to what we saw in Q1. These include pressures from higher fuel, trucking, air, and ocean shipping rates, which we expect will continue into Q3. We made strides to improve fulfillment network productivity in Q2. Staffing levels were more in line with rising Q2 demand, and we saw better optimization of our fulfillment network. So you would have liked to have heard a little bit more about... I would have, but Brian, that's, Brian Olsovsky's not that way. I mean, I, I know him, I like him. Why? Because, of course, he's an Eagle fan. I first met him at the Super Bowl that we won. But he's even. He was even when they're bad and even when they're good. And I think that he's now set us up for traditional UPOD, underperform, overdeliver. Uh, they are, you know, they're going up basically against FedEx and against UPS. I have to tell you, when I listen to Brian and I listen to those two calls, FedEx and UPS, we have a winner. Amazon's delivering really well. Uh, and I like this other two. FedEx is doing such great work technologically. UPS, the, just a, an unbelievable company. But Amazon's taking share from everybody. You don't want to compete against Amazon. You just don't. If you, here, we'll extend the metaphor. You're playing in Foxborough Sunday night in December when you're going up against Amazon. December of this year or December of 19? Of any December. (laughs) Of any December. It doesn't matter. You know, I just think that this was the quarter that was the breakout. Like, look, you think, they didn't say this, but you think that we're a COVID study? You think we're DocuSign? What do you think? We're Roku? (laughs) What do you think? That we're like Zoom? No, we're the dominators. It doesn't matter. They're dominating. I wish Brian would be like Brian, the Brian I know, would be like, they're poo. You know, just say, listen, we just, we were down there giving them the business. But on the call, he's this polite, nice guy. Sure. Jassy. Uh, <laughs> Don't get in Jassy's way. Right. Well, we've talked about how they pivoted um, coming out of the pandemic, and we'll see what the next I, I was so impressed. Yeah. But let's go back to Tim Cook for a second. <laughs> he's a killer, too. But it's not, he just wins. I mentioned when I asked him, I said, I guess China was tough. Why do you say that? The lockdown's ending. The last month was 
Great. He did say that, actually, and Yum China said something, echoed that. Yeah, at least so, a I mean, bit. maybe we're being a little too negative about President Xi ahead of the phone call, the legendary phone call. The Pelosi trip to Taiwan, well-timed. Uh, I just genuinely feel that Tim Cook was as optimistic as I have ever heard him. And they're very proud because their, their hedging was brilliant. Uh, by the way, Goldman offered a hedging program. Almost no one took him up on it, even though everyone knew it was a strong dollar. Here's interesting. If everyone knew it was a strong dollar, why did the, only the best company in the world avail themselves of what you could do to hedge against the strong dollar? <laughs> Any reasons for that? I mean, maybe that's why they're the best company in the world. Technologic, 98% satisfaction. I went on, you know, I always talk about what's the lifetime value of a customer, and, and he gets very sick of it. They're both sick of me. They're sick of me, but they play, you know, they play along with sure. me. But Morgan Stanley put out a piece that was about 78 pages long about why they should have a long-term value of customer. And they never once credited me. And I got to tell you, if you're in a save the trees position, <laughs> Morgan Stanley's shameless. Mine took one minute you to ha- You've been pressing for that metric. Yeah. We'd all like that metric. Yeah. I, when you, trees are very important to the environment. I don't print them out anymore. You do. I don't. I don't print them out. Uh, well, look, I, Amazon, me. I don't know, <laughs> but I did. I, I'm planning a lot of trees. Well, we mentioned Amazon, maybe the best mega print of the quarter. Then there's Intel. Uh, shares are down. Company posts its biggest revenue miss since 1999. Jim, they take an axe to capex um, discussion today about whether or not, if you're going to take this Chips Act handout, do you need to go after the dividend? Well, remember that's what I've been saying. First of all, I want to make it very clear. He is the nicest man in the CEO, of CEO uh, They can't make the chip. I find that, you know, let's say you're, you're in a kitchen and the food comes to you and it's not that good. Oh, that's acceptable. But chef, if you bring, the, if you can't make the food, no. The Sapphire chip, they are way behind. AMD one, Intel zero. They're competing directly against Lisa Sue, and they lost, okay? They lost. They didn't just lose the coin flip. They got beat bad. So we're going to talk to Gelsinger on Tech Check today. Oh, he's nice. Uh, what, do we, what, what does he need to be asked? Um, okay, you want to be, yeah. want to get down there sure, in the sure, scrum? Sure. Okay. Um, did he really think he was joining the intel of the legendary Andy Grove or Craig Barrett or Gordon Moore? Or is he back with the intel that systematically caused destruction of capital for 18 years? He seems to think that, the, that there is some DNA left over from Andy Grove, the, the, the late uh, but most mean man I've ever dealt with, uh, but vicious, vicious but a killer. Great book, by the way. Apparently, only paranoid survived. Or, look, I've got to tell you, did Craig Barrett ran a good ship. I went to Ireland with him. I went to the opening of a fantastic fab. And he took us to the uh, Abbey after it was a great place. My wife is a fantastic river dancer. I throw that in for absolutely no reason. Uh, but he is, he's misjudged his own company. He should forget about what the legacy is. He just has got to forget. It's just a different team. I mean, if you go to a pro team and you say, you know what? I remember we are family from the Pirates. Then what were you thinking when you were watching last night? You just cannot pretend that it's the same company. And he's under that tremendous misjudgment. Hmm. And it's time for him to start. Congratulations in Ohio. Okay. Buckeyes. Ramp. Okay. You know, I don't know. uh, On to Cincinnati. Right. But the the thing that he's missing is, is that they can't get the chip out. And that's unbelievable for a company like Intel, where when I visited the Israeli 
the Israeli foundry on Saturday, and no one was working Sabbath, and they're spitting out great chips. Uh, Stacey Rasgon of Bernstein says it's the worst quarter he's seen in his career. Would you agree? It's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's, definitely, oh, we, it's definitely in that neighborhood, I, according I, to a lot I, today. I, 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 that's, that's, that's very good. Yeah. That's very good. I mean, because Roku was hard to beat, but Intel was right there. Um, there was a quarter right before the previous C- two previous CEOs of Procter uh, blew up, where there were analysts who were basically saying, excuse me, do you know anything about, do you know how to run Procter? I mean, we didn't get that. We didn't get, like, maybe you shouldn't be running Procter. But we did get questions that were basically, could you, when, you make, when you're able to make the chip, will you come back? Yeah. Lisa Sue, you know, who's my favorite from AMD, my, you know, since the stock was five, yes. had to have just been like, she's very self-effacing, uh, but she, she's pride, prideful. But I, I can tell that she would have left, let out a big guffaw. That's G-U-F-F-A-W. I'm from Philadelphia. After listening to that comm school, because it was that much of a just a disaster. That that chart right there will explain some of what Jim's talking about. But be careful. Why? You tell me. He's really nice. (laughs) Don't hit him too hard. He got this chip back. He was in Congress. He he got that done. Incredibly charitable. We'll we'll talk more about it with him. So let's let's give him that before you savage him. Okay? I don't want to see savagery. Promise me no savagery? No, no, no promises. You, no, Stacey no, Rascon. No Stacey, with my first like, said, boy, she's just terrible. But it turned out it was a he, and he's pretty a, good. It's a he. We're going to get more into uh, Roku, as Jim said. We'll get uh, to the energy names today. Exxon and Chevron both moving higher in the pre-market. Some decent comments on the future of production. Uh, we'll dig in a little bit more into Procter and, of course, the macro t- data today, which has some questioning whether or not a Fed pivot is really around the corner. Back in a moment. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Exxon and Chevron topping earnings estimates for the latest quarter. Big time. Both companies benefit from higher prices, of course, for oil and nat gas. Jim, Chevron, Permian production up 15 year on year. Okay. Uh, upstream earning, uh, earnings nearly 3x. So you're, you're, they, they just did far more doing, drilling so much in Permian uh, four times last year's. Now, your president, Biden, 
and you've been just trashing these guys left and right while you're meeting with Don Quixote uh, and the other guys, the windmill thing. Yep. Uh, and here's Mike Worth, who you won't meet with because you'd rather go meet with the pariah killers in Saudi Arabia, but that's okay. Uh, Mike Worth is doing exactly what the president wants. Will he be snubbed again is the question. He's doing carbon capture. He's boosted production greatly from this country. He's done everything the president wants. Will he still get the Heisman from the president? Will the president still be afraid of being in a picture with Mike Worth, the CEO of Chevron? Uh, you know, I don't know. Did you see Valero's results? Do you think that's going to go over well politically? I told them to not do a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, let's be, I told you guys that Valero would be insane. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, but you know, Valero, I, you know, I came out and said that they would have the best margin, this and that, but that they would be under tremendous fire when they did that number. So I don't know whether that stock's going to I would I duck your head, Valero. Get your head. You, I, this is the weekend. Head right now to the Hamptons. Don't wait until the, the cannonball, okay? Yeah. And don't, no G&Ts this weekend for you. Uh, now, Darren Woods did say refining margins are moderating and that the industry could add a million barrels per day of refining capacity. I think that he was tremendous. I remember the original Darren Wood, and it was like a screen test. Couldn't deliver. Two plants left and right. Mm-hmm. Now he was fantastic. I thought he told a story that I, honestly I was putting pen to paper and as much as I do like Mike Worth Exxon, they just had an amazing free cash flow number the re, they had uh, they just, natural gas was up now I should also point out that Chevron committed 4 million tons of natural gas to Europe so that's another thing that president should like but Exxon just, they just made a huge amount of money and I am thinking that it's a struggle to see who's really better it really is yeah. It's a struggle. Uh, yeah, two very good quarters going to help the indexes today on this final day of July. When we come back, we'll talk some Roku uh, getting crushed after those results with some concerning comments about TV ad spend. Meantime, futures here improving a bit. NASDAQ uh, in the lead. We're back in a moment. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island is now open weekends. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. We will watch for some uh, month-end activity as we uh, finish up the final trading day of July. Uh, on pace for one of the best months in several, obviously, as you know. We'll get Kramer's Matt Dash countdown to the opening bell in a moment. Time for Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the opening bell. Okay, there's a, one of the great lines of Shakespeare. It's from Julius Caesar. The fault, dear Anthony Wood, 
is not in the stars, but in you. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Brutus. But when I look at the um, the Anthony Wood on the conference call last night at Roku, it I just don't like it when they blame the macro. I mean, it's like macro this, macro that. No, uh, you didn't hear Google talk about the macro all that much. Uh, this is a defining moment for this company uh, because you have people like Michael Nathanson uh, just openly questioning on the call whether the numbers are even right that they're presenting, that maybe they're giving people numbers for when the TV's off. Uh, it was rather breathtaking this quarter. It, it was basically saying that we made a big push into advertising, but because things have slowed down in the economy, it hasn't worked. Whereas I come back and say, maybe it hasn't worked because it's not the place to advertise. Uh, I mean, it's not like Google has a bunch of new entrants in the search business. These guys are dealing with new AVOD competitors every day, right? Right. I know, but they just had a, look, they had a dramatic decline in advertisers. I mean, the, the just... It, I think that what's happened this quarter is that the and this, this is really important for a lot of companies. They figure the a lot of guys cut back in advertising, but they didn't eliminate it. They just went for the where the best ROI is. And I think that the Roku return investment is proving to be second rate versus the the alphabet uh, first party data and Amazon web uh, Amazon advertising is really coming yep, yep. really coming on. We're going to see. Obviously, Roku is going to get punished here at the open. Let's get the uh, opening bell and the CNBC real-time exchange. And the big board, it's AmeriCares celebrating its WHO emergency medical team certification. And at the NASDAQ paddle for the Cure NYC, a dragon boat team combating breast cancer. So, Jim, yes. can the Megas lead us here uh, as we wrap up? I, I think month? the Megas have been uh, such a anchor uh, that... They've been terrible. Everyone's tried to move with, uh, without Amazon and Apple and Google, they, they, Alphabet, they, Google. And this takes the weight off because there are a lot of people that have really been cut. Put. There was a lot of short base growing. Now, even, you know, there's people who are still fighting Apple. Uh, Rod, Rod Hall said this. I love this one from Goldman, that the stock should should go down off this. OK, so maybe it does. But I, I, I didn't see it like that. Tony Saganegi did a John Ford, you know, on the one hand, on the other, except there was nothing on the one hand that was good. That just, just one hand? The other. Uh, <laughs> on the hand. Well, on the one. Now, the, against that are the numbers that people didn't like, the broad numbers about inflation. But I would come back and say, why did you think he did a three-quarter point hike? If those numbers were soft, he wouldn't have done three quarters. Come on. Uh, but uh, Amazon was the one that I was most concerned about. A lot of people thought that Amazon was really going to blow up because Jassy had missed so badly. But Jassy acted with alacrity. Uh, he was very NFL-like. There were cuts left and right. Yeah. 100,000 people yep. to go. Yep. Uh, there's Amazon right there, a little bit lower than the pre-market. You mentioned uh, the Fed and inflation, Jim. B of A today, Hartnett's out. Fed pivot, we'll, we'll get there, he says. But it's too early. We'll approach in six to nine months. This remains a bear rally. Fade 4,200. Uh, lows, the true lows still 3,600 in B of A's view. If we get a Musk decline in commodities, then you take a company like Ford, which had unbelievable numbers and is finally getting the chips and has reservations out. It's like no reservations. It's like a Bourdain company. Great book. But I, I will tell you that I'm not buying that if costs come down. And when I look at the basket of costs, they're down substantially. You mentioned lumber. Look, it's a glut. There's going to be a glut in housing. And Brian Moynihan said to me, look, 
it would be uh, rents are going to be high. Rents are the weakness of the economy when it comes to housing because mm-hmm. they got to go lower and they won't go lower by the goodness of the land of the landlord's hearts. Uh, so that's still a problem. But cars will come down. Used cars will come down. The chip because we're getting chips. Uh, housing. Your house is losing money as we speak uh, because houses are peak. That's what happens is you get to that point where suddenly the houses are for sale, but there are no buyers and there's cancellations from the home builders. We're going to hear those numbers spike. Mortgage rates will go up more. And, uh, and so I think that there's a glut of everywhere. There's a glut. I checked my Ollie's army just because I know that in another two weeks I'm going to be able to buy all the things I thought I could buy at Walmart at Ollie's. Now they'll say, Jim, we don't dump at Ollie's because the Walmart sense about everything. I don't know why. Uh, you know, no, nothing wrong with being proud, having pride, corporate pride. Well, no? that's why yeah. I thought that they yeah, would do better because yep. they say they're better. So they have artificial intelligence. You know what? You know what I want? I want actual intelligence. This was the quarter where I don't want artificial intelligence. I want actual intelligence. Well, if, nothing artificial if, about my intelligence. If you were, if you're convinced that we will see relief, then I wonder what you make of Tom Lee's call last night. He calls it an August '82 moment when when Volcker pivoted the market bottom two months ahead of time. That's why he thinks we're going to hit 4,800 by year end. I joined Goldman Sachs in August '82, and I thought I was the smartest guy in the world. <laughs> The market just never looked back. Here's a look at Tom built this chart. Uh, you can see oh. where Volcker shifted in October, and the market definitely no, anticipated. No, it was amazing. That. Even the New York Post recognized it. It was an incredible pivot. I've been a summer associate, and I said, like, wow, I think that the bell just rung. Now, I don't think this is a bell rung moment. I really don't. I think that you have to see more things roll over. You have to see everything go. All the plastics have to roll over. They've been. A real problem because we're, we, you know, America runs kind of on plastics. Uh, we need to see food come down. Uh, I personally wish that the the antitrust terrific guy Cantor, after he's finished killing this uh, spirit, spirit deal, safe. he has to go after find out where the corners on the market are for imported food. We only have three shipping companies that bring in food. They're international shipping companies, and I think they signal each other. There's something where increases. you where you agree with the president. The collaboration between sh- freight I, on shipping for ocean abso- freight. Absolutely. I, I, that's, it's demonstrable. You can ask anybody who's in that business of importing, and they'll tell you that I'm not going to mention their names, but they all work together quite well, I think. Well, Proctor, uh, to, the, to your point about uh, the consumer and, and price elasticity, um, Bernstein says they lost share in the four weeks ended July 16th. In every category except beauty, and if you look at their organic guidance, lowest since 19, the consumer's not going to pay I, for expensive brand name product. That's not what Mueller said. And uh, I think he's a reliable guy. Uh, and that's why we're buying it for the trust. I, their share can be in many different fashions. I, I think that what matters is, is that when you look at a basket of what Proctor is, that's the one that'd be most sensitive to prices coming down. Uh, Commodity prices. Commodity prices. Yeah. So I'll take it either way. Uh, you think it was as clean as Nestle Unilever? No, no, those were. Yeah. Nestle was fabulous. I had them on last night. They're very good. But that's okay. You're paying high for that. I don't want to pay high. Everybody knows they're good. The surprise is has been Unilever. Nelson Peltz joins there. Uh, but I, you know, if you want to buy a company that's real good and not trade it and just own it. You could do worse than Procter and Gamble, and maybe it hits 138. I don't know, but I didn't think the quarter was nearly as bad as people are saying. 
Because they lose share, they can take share. Remember when they lost share to Unilever quarter after quarter after quarter? And then one day they decided, you know what, enough. We're not going to lose any share. And no one believed they could turn it. But they did. And then they, they knocked Unilever just all the way back to where they were before uh, Unilever started gaining. So I think the Proctor's off, maybe off the game, its game a little bit right now. But it'll be one. Yeah. Um, you don't get it. Up, you don't buy them up 10. Yeah, that's not the point. Um, other results we got. Mohawk. Uh, actually, was a beat, but they did guide below, and they well, talked about. Want. That's like Stan. Well, Stanley was not. Stanley was actually the yeah. worst quarter. Yep. Uh, I'm. I am surprised that AMD is not up more, since Intel basically told you that uh, the roadmap, the Italian roadmap that Lisa Sue has of different cities, is getting there a lot faster than their uh, jewelry of Sapphire. This is just people don't understand. This is the fastest growing market in the world. Now, the stock was in the 80s, not that long ago, but high performance computing chips is the fastest growing chip market in the world. And I think when Lisa Sue reports, you will you will say, why didn't I listen? I didn't know that they that it's that what's happened is is that Pat Gelsinger turns out to be the ultimate share donor, which is obviously a curse. Uh, but you know, August second, you're going to find out that that Intel was a share donor to Lisa Sue at AMD. Oh, well, AMD uh, about a five week high today, going back to June 10. Makes sense. I mean, don't forget also Xilinx is doing quite well. Now, I was going to say that NVIDIA is also a share gainer, but every time you mention NVIDIA, it just, it just gets its head handed to it. So, Although, Jim, um, if you look at the top 10 market caps, NVIDIA is back on the list and Meta is out. Meta moves to number well, 11. I've been spending a lot of time thinking about Meta uh, and what, uh, what Mark has to do. And when I woke up this morning, I saw that TikTok might be sharing information with China. I said, Maybe that's an opportunity, but then it said they, they turned that attractive opportunity to rat out everybody to China. They turned that one down. Look, it's very obvious that when Mark Zuckerberg is not written, not per, he does I wish they weren't losing their CFO, but there was a moment in the call where he basically just said the worst is, is things are going to get worse. And his candor is extraordinary, but there could not be a worse thing to say. It, because it basically said, look, if you own my stock, you probably want to sell it, um, and then maybe you'll come back. And I've never heard a CEO just say, hey, listen, uh, maybe you should sell. Now, now, he's a competitive guy. I would have said we see 2023 being better. But instead, he really went with the worst case scenario, which is that we're the worst. That's like it. That's, and then, again, I like to analogize the NFL. That's a coach saying, listen, we're going to have a losing season. I wouldn't bother watching us. I think you should turn the channel, Rebuilding. watch somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And then when we're done. I'll call you, and then you can start betting on us. I'll let you know, but that's, this season's out. Exactly. I don't think you ever tell shareholders, you know what? This season, we don't have it. We are going to lose. We plan to lose to Miami, right? Check, check we're, we're down two yeah, years. We're gonna, we, we, we've got a definite L when we play Cleveland. No, no, you don't. That Don't do that. Well, I'm going to have to talk to Well, them. and you're not even talking about whether the metaverse pays off. You're talking about everything. reels monetizing like reels everything else. Reels is billion, and it is ahead of stories where stories was. But I would have liked to have heard that in 2023, you're going to be surprised. We will own 60%. We're going to TikTok's at 12 billion run rate. We're going to cut into them. Uh, you'll be, but you, a lot of people are going to be trying Quest. It's going to be much easier to use. It won't be so clumsy. Uh, and by the way, look out. We are doing some new things with consumer packaged goods companies. But we did not get that. 
Are we you did not get there. now earlier in the year? You had said Meta would be a second half story. Are I'm you t- pushing it back? Well, look, if you went to lower expectations, <laughs> I mean, he took lower, lower. I mean, like the expectations right now, if you press B, if you press B, you'll find out where <laughs> the, the expectations are. I mean, if you want to take that expectation, this, this guy, he took that expecta- expectations like I've never seen. I've never seen anybody say. Listen, wait till next year. That, that's, and it's like the season just started. That, that was the one thing the street said, that they had the guts to guide. The, they guide bad, no, but they had the guts to do I it. I have to hand it to him. He said, basically, look, we don't have it. He's like, well, he didn't Roku. They didn't do Roku. That's a new verb. Is it a verb? Yeah. Oh, Meaning oh what, God. to blame the macro for Mean, your execution yes, issues? Yes, I, you know, look, it was Roku. Mark's, Mark's talked about macro. Forget it, Jake. It was Roku. <laughs> but, you know, Mark's... Well, Mark, no, but Mark talked about basically, Mark sounded like he was in the bunker. And you know what? We're, and then, you know, and then you could buy Cheryl, who talks about that, that organic fish company that's taking an ad. Organic you, fish company. You know, Roku reminds me of this morning is the note that Costin of Goldman put out last week, arguing that some of the high-valued names that have been crushed, in some cases, just not cheap enough yet. We discussed Costin. Uh, ben Stoto is my research director, uh, and I discussed that how prescient that Costin note was. People should go back. Costin's doing incredible work right now. He's operating at a level that I've not seen most analysts operate. He's paranoid. He's gotten incrementally cautious. Yes. He has his Sunday pieces brighten my Sunday night. Those who have, like, the Sunday scares, read Costin. The second page of his research is is what people are talking about, and it's so right. He is. It's his time. It's Costin's time. Yep, yep. Uh, as they've trimmed their target all pretty much all year long. Yeah. Although uh, they now they don't see really wage growth going to some spiral, even despite what uh, ECI said this morning. Okay, so you worked at Amazon until you got the pink slip the other day. Uh, typically, you could job hop and get an even better job. It's no longer the great resignation. That was the great firing. Yeah. We've been talking. We've been saying how much Amazon would move the needle yeah. on employment. And I don't think they're done. Well, we'll see. We get a jobs number a week from today, and we'll be looking for that. Well, maybe a two-handle. We'll see. Later on this morning, don't miss an exclusive with ARK Invest, Kathy Wood, uh, joining us tonight on our CNBC special, The Tech Trade, hosted by Deirdre Bosa. Bought some tea, Doc, Jim, uh, yeah. yesterday. Um, yeah, she's got some unfortunate ones lately. Uh, we'll see what her but, view yeah, is. Look, I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? Because you got to have that long-term view. I'm taking a 50-year horizon. <laughs> Uh, which, but you know, she bought some a lot of uh, Roku recently. That's one worth asking. But you know, when, a, when I'm 110, I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> Just you wait. In my coffin, I'm gonna crush it. Jim's 50-year price target. Uh, we're uh, we're getting close to 4,100 though. S&P up 25 points as we uh, go to break. Take a look at the bond report. Uh, again, the macro numbers not that great. PCE year on year 6.8, highest since 82. Core 4.8. Up a tick from a prior 4.7. Not good, but we did put through a rate increase, remember? I know. He, he did three quarters. Still- Maybe he should have done 275. You got the t- two-year back to He's going to be a winner. We're back in a minute. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. Rick Santelli here live at CME HQ with breaking news. Our July read on the Chicago PMI. Expecting a read in the mid-50s. 52.1 for July. 52.1. 
That follows 56. And both those have something in common. They're both the lowest levels since August of 2020. That's correct. When it was 50.9. Haven't been below 50 since June of 2020. We all know that wasn't a good time. We see a lot of the data today was a bit on the uh, aggressive side, whether it was employment cost index or inflation is embedded in the uh, consumer uh, aspects of the last number. Rates, well, rates are up on the session, but down on the weekend. Squawk on the street will return after a short break. Market's really being supported by mega cap, including Apple this morning, Jim. You know, I say own Apple, don't trade it. Here's the real, if you want some negatives, you could say that, frankly, there are still some concerns with the economy. Uh, They haven't seen anything yet. That could be to come. But one thing I wanted to point out is, is that when Tim Cook was mentioning Indonesia and Brazil, when you return your phone for a new phone, I'm going to get the 14. That phone tends to end up in Indonesia, Brazil. They've got a strategy in these countries that are lesser developed. Strategies, they take those phones, they sell them, and they get you hooked, both on the service revenue stream and then, of course, on an upgrade. That's why these uh, lesser developed countries are coming on very strong, whole new populace. So I think people should recognize that just as the consumer may be worried, may, may be concerned, Think of a country, you know, these countries that have 100 million and 200 million and recognize they're going to be Apple countries. So we're, we are in a new moment now where we think of the company not, not so much on unit sales as installed base. No, yeah, and we, there are people who recognize that, um, including, I think, Tim Cook, that I've pushed this lifetime value. You're going to hear about that because um, I think I've won that battle. Uh, and some law, some firms are actually agreeing with me, but not giving me any credit. But that's okay. I don't mind. Morgan Stanley does that. And I think most importantly, Tim says that the financial vertical, he's ready to attack it. Look at that. Watch that. That could be the National Bank of Apple. They're doing buy now, pay later. But yes. he says, if you had to ask him about a vertical that he's most excited about, it's finance. Well, vertical in production. How about that? Vertical in service. A lot of verticals. Yeah. Horizontal, meta. <laughs> uh, meantime, uh, we got uh, Apple, the second best Dow component behind Chevron, having its best day in a couple of years. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Uh, hey, Carl. Uh, S&P 4100. We're moving into a whole new trading range, and that's because these guys were right. The bulls were right. Growth is kind of back. Let's take a look at the sectors. Uh, Kathy Wood's getting hit hard here today. That's because uh, Roku is a significant holder in ARK Innovation. But other than that, growth is doing great today. Consumer discretionary is doing great. Uh, tech is doing well. Uh, even energy. Uh, oil's backing up a little bit after moving down recently, but we're at $99 there. Take a look at the earnings here, because what's mattering is the big ma- the big earnings movers today all are positive. Amazon's helping consumer discretionary. Apple's helping tech. Exxon, of course, 100% increase in their profits year over year, essentially. Uh, Chevron, similar. Proctor's weighing on the the consumer staples because of the cautious guidance uh, that they gave. As for the earnings season, I've said this before, I'll say it again, the earnings apocalypse has not materialized. In June, we were all concerned it was going to go negative. These numbers have essentially not changed much at all. Q2, Q3, Q4, overall, we're expecting growth for the S&P 500 of about 9% this year, and that does not 
not happen in a recession. Recessions usually produce earnings declines. It's very well studied and known, and we aren't just we're not seeing it. In a mild recession, earnings typically will drop 10 to 20 percent peak to trough. In a serious recession, they'll drop 20, 30, even 40 percent. We're not seeing anything close to that. Earnings in 2022 up 8.8. This is not recessionary type indications and earnings often lead the recession. So we've been waiting for this to happen and it's not. And a lot of people are finally starting to look at this and say, uh, well, if we're going to get a downturn, it'll be pretty mild. And certainly this word mild recession is very much in vogue right now. As for 2022 sectors, it's a very weird year because some of the big companies are all over the place. So you see these communication services down a lot. That's because of big declines in Netflix and Meta. Those are so big, they influence the entire sector in the S&P 500. Uh, consumer discretionary has had a tough time because Amazon and Starbucks. But other parts of consumer discretionary, Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, some of the home builders, their earnings are, are holding up okay. Uh, so it's a very strange year. Technology is holding up well, and Apple's going to probably help that technology sector. That's been relatively stable here. And look at these energy earnings. They're just gushing profits. I mentioned Exxon up 100%, the group as a whole. And they, the dollar value of these are so big. The profits are so big. The energy companies, that's what's helping hold up the overall S&P 500 uh, earnings situation. So the earnings are the main reason we're up this month. Earnings uh, are strong. The S&P 500 is up 8%. So look where we're at. This is the last day of the year. I just want to show you some other things besides earnings. Earnings are the main reason that we're rallying right now. But look at some of the other things that are happening. We're up 8% for the S&P 500. I see oil is down 6% uh, for the month. The trend is down here, although it's up today. 10-year yields down 10%. We were at 3% on the 10-year. We're now at 2.7%. Generally, generally, the stock market likes lower yields on the 10-year. Volatility, the VIX is down over 20%. We're at the lowest level since April for the VIX. So what I see here, Carl, I see declines in commodities. I see declines in interest rates. I see declines in volatility. And I see generally earnings holding up very well. That's a good reason why the S&P 500 is up 8% this month. Carl, back to you. That's a great point, Bob. And, and Jim, to Bob's point, uh, Bloomberg points out today, stock price reaction to earnings misses on the S&P this quarter, the lightest in their records. Yeah, that's really important because uh, you want that risk reward to be really good. And, and I just am, uh, I am shocked that a stock that reports a really bad number doesn't get hammered all that much. And you, when you have something like Apple, which reports an inline number, it takes off. It's uh, short squeeze. Yeah, it's about short squeezes. Yeah. Let's get to uh, Jim and stop trading. What do you think? Okay, so I had Dr. Borlo on last time from Pfizer, and he's talking about that there'll be a vaccine that comes about in the fall that everyone's going to get in this country. It's going to be about all the different, it'll be like the super spike vaccine. So, uh, I mean, for instance, my doctor says I, it's, I'm due for one because I had one in April. Dr. Borla said, listen, I'm not your personal doctor, but I will tell you, and he knows my doctor, that this is going to be one you want to get. So you think that Pfizer's got a hole and that this is they're done? No, you're going to get the spike vaccine. I think we're going to be hooked on, on uh, Pfizer vaccines for quite a time. Yeah. We made it through a busy week. Yes, we did. Nice now, and now it is time to sauce some tomatoes, <laughs> pick some zucchini. I want to be more than anything else in the world because of a show I'm watching, The Chef. The Chef. You mentioned it a few times today, Jim. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you Monday. Uh, of course, Jim Kramer 
uh, joining us for the hour. We got a lot of work done today. Dow's holding on to a 67-point gain. As he says, 4101. More on Apple and Amazon in a moment. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. King's Island is now open weekends. 